What's up, everybody? Ricky Green here for TodeTalkSports.com. Got one of our favorite uh, guests of all time back here with us again today, Stephen M. Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine, the star of In My Own Words. Alabama fans have asked for a basketball preview since the announcement that John Petty was returning for his senior season. And we've got Stephen here to get into that with us, and we'll give you what we've got. Stephen, how you doing, man? I'm doing outstanding. As good as this football team's going to be, uh, the way that Nate Oates has stacked the deck of talent uh, for men's basketball, Coleman Coliseum is about to get back to what it was in the early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s. Absolutely, man. That Plaid Palace feeling rocking again. Um, we saw it at times last season, you know, against uh, the likes of Auburn, some of the other bigger name teams that we played. Uh, Alabama showed up to play for a couple of those big games and proved that they were on the right trajectory under Nate Oates. It was just really Alabama fans understanding that he needed to create and build his own roster of guys that played his style and fit what he wanted to do. And I think he's done that by all means. Uh, this roster at Alabama, at least to me, looks to be very close to tops in the SEC for this upcoming season. Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, Coach Oates did an unbelievable job elevating the likes of Kyra Lewis last year. Kyra Lewis, of John Petty, of Herbert Jones, of Alex Reese also. But like you mentioned, he needed some time to get his own guys in to play his style of running the floor, giving full effort, uh, moving the basketball around the perimeter, taking great shots, and being able to cut, move, attack without the basketball. I mean, defensively, they're just playing hard-nosed defense, scrambling for the ball, uh, making those hustle effort plays. But the talent that, um, that Oates has stacked up, you look at Josh Primo uh, from Canada, you look at uh, Keon Atlas among some of the other guys that they have, of course, signing the seven-footer, you know, from France. Uh, I mean, of course, the Jordan Bruner kid from Yale, a lot of talent on this roster. But the fact that you get a John Patty to not go pro. I mean, here's a young man that has a baby girl. To get him to not go pro, come back, you know, for his senior year, to pull a Herbert Jones back, the heart and soul of that team, especially on the defensive side of the, of, the, of the basketball. And then you've got an Alex Reese who showed last year, not only can I knock down the three, but I can put the ball on the floor, attack the basket. Something that I want to see more from Alex Reese. I got a chance to see that last year. So with the time that he's already put together, along with getting Petty, Reese, and Herb Jones all to come back, you've got a Jaden Shackelford, you've got a, a Javon a Quinterly. This is going to be a ridiculous roster this season. Oh, there's no doubt about it. And uh, we'll just kind of run through each of the five spots here, talk about who you expect to start and who could come off the bench in some important roles this next season. And first and foremost, I guess the guy you just mentioned, Javon Quinterly, will be eligible this season and uh, looking to play on the point for Alabama. What are your expectations for Quinterly when he's finally eligible to play for Nate Oates in Alabama? I think he's a slasher. I think he's a slasher. I think he can attack the basket great off of pick and roll, pick and pop situations, but he's he's an animal, man. He wants to get to the cup, but he's also got a great mid-range and three-point game as well. So I, I, I want to see the full package uh, of Quinterly on the court, and, and I feel like, and it's going to be interesting, 
the 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 influx between Quinterly and Josh Primo. How will those two sharpen each other? That's yep. gonna be interesting because Primo, five star from Canada, combo guard, six six. He's got a ton of ability. So how will these two sharpen each other, improve each other, make each other better? But Quinterly's slashing ability, his mentality to get to the basket, attack defenses, you know, force guys to, to play him, but also force guys to come out and defend him on the three. He is deadly from outside. Yeah, no doubt about it. Completely kind of different styles of play, uh, two different body types, but both guys that can be very, very important uh, for this upcoming season and what I hope to be a run at you know, late in the dance for Nate Oates and company. Um, we had some heroic moments at Alabama last season. Herb Jones, one hand making free throws, was one of the greatest things that I've ever seen. John Petty getting hot, knocking down 10 threes in a game. All of that was so fun to watch, knowing that we're getting these guys back. But a guy that's coming back this next season that I'm really, really high on, Stephen, is uh, Shackelford. I think that Shackelford may be one of the best returning players in the Southeastern Conference, and I'm very interested to hear your take on his game, what he brings to the Tide basketball team, and what you expect from him. As much as I was disappointed in, in, in the fact that Avery Johnson kind of overpromised and underdelivered, probably the biggest piece he left behind as he left the University of Alabama was getting Jaden Shackelford. That was Absolutely. probably one of the best pieces that Avery Johnson left behind because this is a guy that is a straight-up three-point arsonist, a three-point marksman, and the guy can spot up left-handed and just drill shots. There were games last year where there, – there were games last season where Shackleford was the best player on the court, and that's no offense to any of the other guys that Alabama has, but when he's on the court – when he is locked in, whether at the top of the key, knocking threes on the wing, on the corner pocket, you've got to close out. If you don't close out, Jaden Shackelford will nail the three ball between a 36 and a 40% clip, and that's dangerous. And he can possibly even get higher than that 40% clip. I actually am predicting him to shoot the three ball at 45%. I think he will shoot the three ball at 45% this year. He is deadly, especially when he comes off pick and roll and somebody is able to set a screen to screen off a defender. The defender comes underneath the screen and, and, and Jaden's able to rise up and let it go. The guy can be really, really insane with the three ball. Yeah, no doubt about it. And that kind of leads me into my next uh, little talking point here. Another guy that can rain threes and get hot, uh, so hot you can't stop it, uh, John Petty. And I think that one of the th things that I wanted to see from John Petty, if he did come back to Alabama, was a slight improvement in his passing, his ability to handle the ball and pass the ball and distribute it effectively. And if he can do that, show that to, to NBA scouts, not only do I think he can play his way into being a first-rounder, but I think that will also free up Shackelford on the other side, maybe outside some, um, with them having to have a couple guys helping on Petty, the threat we know he is. I think that'll free uh, Jaden up to possibly, like you said, shoot even at a higher clip. You're talking about 45%. That's incredible. But uh, John Petty, man, can't say enough about him coming back. And kind of give us your thoughts on – what went through his decision-making process and why you ultimately think he chose to return? 
There are two things that I that I really admire John Petty for, and that I'm proud of him for. People sometimes forget that, you know, Petty and Colin Sexton, they both came together in 2017. You know, Petty was the four-star, Colin Sexton was this huge five-star. And a lot of times when you have two dominant sort of alpha male personalities, they both want to be stars. They both want to be great. They both want to touch the basketball. They both want to be the main guy. And everybody was talking so much about Sexton in 2017. And for obvious reasons, the young man was phenomenal. That's the reason why he's in the NBA you know, as we speak right now. But, you know, all the talk about Sexton, Petty kind of struggled to find who he was. He kind of struggled to find his game to, 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 to see, you know, where do I fit in? I'm just as talented as he is. I know I'm just as good as he is. But where is my game? And he started off kind of being this sort of streaky shooter, but did not have the leadership. I did not have the hustle mentality on the defensive end. But then under Nate Oates, you start to see Petty truly find who he is and what he is as a player. He's not just the shooter on the outside. He can now put the ball on the floor and attack the basket. He can yep. now move without the basketball. Like you said, he's growing to a passer. But the biggest game, the biggest thing I saw last year, Ricky, there were moments I'm seeing John Petty put his body on the floor. And yep. I never thought I would see that. There were Absolutely. moments he's scrapping for loose balls. He's creating steals. He's blocking shots. He's ripping down rebounds. I'm like, this is what I wanted. Him finding out who he is as a complete player, as a force on the floor. We know what he could be as a highlight player. We knew what he could be as an offensive guy. But being the all-around dynamo on that field, both sides of the ball, and infusing that leadership, that is, that's, what, that's what's made me so proud of, of Petty. And the fact that you know, he had an opportunity you know, to go pro and, and provide for his daughter, but he senses an opportunity that says, I may not get this chance again to potentially play for a team that can make a deep tournament run. Ricky, I, I enjoy covering Alabama football for TDA. God knows I do, and I've been doing this for going on 12 years. But I grew up a diehard basketball fan. The last time Bama got deep in the tournament was 2004. I was 12 years old with braces mm. in the sixth grade. And Coleman Coliseum used to be larger than life. I couldn't even breathe in there. The place was so packed. And that, that 2014 under Coach Gottfried that made it to the Elite Eight, you're looking at Antoine Petway with the red shoes and Ernest Shelton and Erwin Dudley and, uh, you know, guys like uh, Kennedy Winston. And all of those guys that were a part of that team that bought in and made Bama basketball special Petway is sent, uh, Petty is sensing that if I come back, I can make this year's team just that I, I, I can kind of turn the clock here and bring Alabama basketball fans back to a time where this program was really on the top of its game. No doubt about it. I think Petty looked at that roster again, the roster that Nate Oates has built and thought to himself, man, if anybody's ever going to be able to make a run in a national championship, it's got to be this this group right here. I need to be a part of that, and I couldn't be more excited. I mean, that's really awesome, though, to hear what a big-time basketball fan you are 
because it kind of lets everybody know where you stand on it. It means something to you. Uh, football, of course, is a huge thing at Alabama. Everybody knows football, but there are, believe it or not, some diehard Bama basketball fans. It sounds like Stephen M's one of them. I mean, I, I am very excited to see what this team does you know, on the floor this year, just, just due to all of the talent that's back on the roster, uh, the experience that's back on the roster, another year under Nate Oates. And, uh, I mean, like you mentioned, last year was difficult because, you know, these guys weren't used to running the floor. Like Coach Oates had them run the floor of the same system that he brings over from Buffalo, but I, that he brought from Buffalo. But this year, a whole year of they understand what Oates is requiring from them. They understand it. Uh, the young guys understand it. So look for a, a much, you know, bigger jump, you know, this year. And then going back to to Herbert Jones, this is a guy I grew up with. I, Herbert Jones, born and raised Newburn, Alabama. Wow. I grew up. I grew up about 18 minutes from Herbert Jones. Uh, he his mom, Miss Verlander Jones, taught in the Perry County School System for 25 plus years. Uh, Herbert, he, he went to school with us. He went to school with us. So we, we always knew that guy had a serious skill, you know, on the court. But to go from, you know, Perry County to, you know, to Hale County where he wins, you know, a 3A state championship. You know, he comes to Alabama where, where he has built up a tremendous reputation as a leader and, and a defensive a specimen. But I look at this year, watch Herbert's offensive game come out. He's, you know, always had, he, he's always had an offensive game. In high school, this was a guy at Sunshine High School in Newburn as an eighth grader. He took that team and won a state championship, a 1A state title. And Herb Jones on that team was averaging 17 to 20 points a game as an eighth grader. This dude what? has a serious skill. I mean, he took that skill to Hale County, you know, in the latter portion of, of, of his high school career. He's got serious offense in his game. He has not been asked to show it because of his presence on defense. But look for this year for Nate Oaks to unlock that side of him. To kind of have a put-it-all-together season. You know, I was going to say I saw Javon Quinterly, I think it was yesterday even, uh, had tweeted that someone has started hitting jump shots on a regular basis. And I'm going to tell you what. If Herb Jones is out here knocking down jumpers, he's a first-round guy. Oh, absolutely, no, no doubt. If he's if, if Herb Jones if Herb Jones is knocking down jumpers, and if Herb Jones is uh, more importantly starting to perfect some three-point shooting, then uh, the rest of the SEC and college basketball is in for real trouble. Because when you've got Shackelford hitting on threes, you got Petty that's a flamethrower. You got Alex Reese who can turn it on, and you add a Herb Jones to that mix. I mean, who are you going to defend on that three-point line? No doubt about it. Should be a, a definitely a fun season to watch for Alabama fans, and I'm expecting big things. You know, it, it's so hard to just, as a fan, let yourself get very invested and very excited because of the recent struggles that we've seen with our men's basketball program. I get it. But this year's team is really something special and something Alabama fans should be completely comfortable about getting excited about the closer we get to having a basketball season. 
think, I think the biggest plus here, Ricky, in the hat of, of Nate Oates is Nate Oates did not come in, you know, promising anything. He came in saying we're going to push to get to, we're going to push to get to the tournament. We're going to be fun. We're going to be competitive. We're going to be exciting. We're going to run the floor. He came in and, and, and he looked at the Alabama fan base and said, look, I'm not going to promise you nothing. What I can tell you, we are going to be a very exciting basketball team to watch. And if wow. you look at down the stretch of last season, there were moments where Nate Oates proved himself correctly. Alabama was a very exciting team to watch. You, you back to the, to the LSU game where – this team took on Trenton Watford, who played for the who chose to play for the Tigers. Herb Jones with one hand was that game not exciting? Was oh, that man. game not fun? Down, brother tearing down the house. I mean that, that that dude ripped down ten rebounds with one hand, knocked in four free throws with one hand. Coleman Coliseum was outside of its body. Like there were games last year where you looked and you were like, my goodness. This is a fun team. If it no ever clicks all the way in, if it ever gets all the pieces, watch out. Dangerous. No doubt about it. You know, there was a time last year right after that LSU game and after Herb Jones's one-handed heroics, it was hot that next day. I was really dreading going out and taking care of these bulldogs that I raised here and uh, probably was even complaining a little bit about having to do it. And my oldest son, the one that you know, uh, famously for his pound of cake at Archibald's, looked me dead in the eyes and said, Dad, Herb Jones would just get it done. I'm telling I said, you. You're right, son, you're I, right. I'm telling you, the young man is, is, is an absolute warrior. It, it, it's going to be a great year. It, it's going to be an exciting year uh, for Alabama men's basketball. I, I'm just waiting for the schedule to drop. I'm waiting for the, for the, for the rankings to come in here. And I'm just ready to see – you know, how far can Nate Oates take this team? Is this the most talented team, at least on paper roster-wise, Stephen M. Smith, um, in the last 10 years at Alabama? It's right there. I, I, I truly believe it's right there. And, and it's, you know, Coach Oates has got guys that can pass, dribble, and shoot exceptionally well at each position. He's got length on the roster. He's got speed. He's got quickness. He's got three-point specialists. He's got guys that can take charges, guys that can defend. He's got, you know, an ace in every department as far as basketball categories on this roster. The thing is going to be how quickly can, can, can how quickly can all the pieces gel? How quickly can how quickly can all the pieces gel on the starting five? How quickly can all the pieces gel in the rotation? The guys that are coming off the bench, how quickly can they step in? They infuse and be instant offense. Are they infused and be instant defense? How quickly will all the pieces gel? No doubt. That's going to be something to definitely keep an eye on. You look at this roster, and it's so deep, uh, the way that Nate Oates and Brian Hodgson and the rest of the staff have recruited. It's almost like a good problem-to-have situation, wondering who's going to be my first five, who's coming off the bench, who can be my spark provider? You're looking at that and thinking, man, I'm glad I don't get paid to make these decisions. Uh, oh, oh, absolutely. It's, it's, it is going to be tough. <laughs> it, it, it is going to be tough because of the fact that 
you want you want everybody to play. You want everybody to touch the ball. You want everybody to have an impact and kind of taking a football reference here. You don't want anybody getting hit with the short end of a stick, but sometimes it happens. That's why it's going to be huge here for the basketball program to, you know, early on figure out who who's going to be the starting five. And, you know, once that starting five you know, comes out, and I know, you know, Coach Oates is going to want to manipulate that roster, kind of like a manager in baseball. You know, sometimes you might want to have your cleanup guy bat five or bat six, or you may have your nine-hole bat number one, or, you know, how the managers manipulate those rosters in baseball. There are going to be some moments this season where Oates is going to have to shuffle that roster around in basketball. But as long as he can get a concrete starting five that is out there on that field and they are given the intensity, they're given the effort, they're getting the work ethic, and they're finding ways to hit shots. And they're finding ways to have high percentage offense and high percentage defense. That's all you want. No doubt. That's all it takes. We could see Alabama poised to make a deep run this next season. Stephen, before we wrap it up here, as we always do, go ahead and let everybody know where to find you on social media and tell us a little bit about your channel on YouTube and what you're doing there coming up. Absolutely. They can find me on Twitter at Coaching M. Smith on Twitter. That's at Coaching M. Smith on Twitter. I'm also on Facebook, that being Stephen M. Smith, Stephen M. Smith on Facebook. Uh, the site is touchdownalabama.com. That is touchdownalabama.com as we're covering Crimson Tide football here from all angles. Follow Cam getting ready to, to get moving here on August 17th. Uh, that Twitter handle is at TD Alabama Mag, TD Alabama Mag on Twitter. Uh, the show, in my own words, it's three days a week, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We do it from Tuscaloosa, uh, streaming it uh, via YouTube and Facebook, 6 p.m. Uh, 6 p.m. Central Time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, in my own words. But I'm going to call in 205 448 1358. That number 205 448 1358. And with the Amway uh, coaches poll putting out its top 25 preseason rankings, Alabama starting off at number three. That's going to be some fun conversation tomorrow. No doubt about it. Looking forward to that. And I definitely encourage all of our followers and listeners uh, here at Tide Talk Sports to be sure to tune in to, in my own words, Stephen M. Smith. Check out touchdownalabamamagazine.com. One of the absolute best websites in the business for Alabama football and recruiting coverage. You've got Steven, you've got Justin Smith. Um, those guys at TD Alabama Mag do a really good job. Uh, we really, really are grateful and appreciate you coming on with us, Steven. This is part of our new weekly podcast series where we're going to let you, the followers on Twitter, kind of pick the topic for that week's show. So we've done that. You wanted a basketball preview. And we delivered. Stephen, thanks again. We'll catch you next time, buddy. Roll Tide. Appreciate it, Ricky. Thank you, guys. See you.